Welcome back to the Never Broke Podcast. Remember, our mission is to increase financial literacy, provide the tools necessary for financial freedom, and enable people to achieve their life goals. We want people to live a life of abundance. We hope to not only equip you with the proper tools, but empower you to live a fulfilling life. Please know I'm not a financial advisor, just a money enthusiast sharing my experience, thoughts, and ideas. This is your host. Uh, So I started doing this series called Small Business Saturdays, where I interview local business owners, um, especially people of color. I believe owning a business is probably one of the most practical ways to achieve your financial or personal goals. Today, we have the owner of Tags, Tags and Titles at Hilltop, a Black-owned company for vehicle titling and registration based in Prince George's County, Maryland. Our host today is Jamon Fields. Jamon, please introduce yourself. How y'all doing? Uh, Just like she mentioned, I am the owner of Tag and Title at Hilltop. Um, Basically do what the uh, NVA and the DMVs do uh, besides the uh, the IDs and the... um, change of address, stuff like that. So we do everything tag and title. So if you want to title or register your vehicle, I'm the guy to come to, come see. So my question is why? So we were just talking about this. A lot of people start very common businesses, no shade to anything, but why did you get into this specific niche? Like what about, like, I don't think anyone wakes up and they're like, yeah, I'm going to be the like the MBA or the DMV. Definitely. Definitely. I think, I think, so I got my start um, after I graduated school, you know, it was the, the pandemic. So it was like 2020. So like, I wasn't working on nothing. I was just, I was on the Forex wave. It went, well, I, but see, it was, the wave caught up when it was the pandemic, but I was on, I was on Forex before, before it was Forex or before it was known to, to what it is known now. But um, so I was doing that and I was selling cars and um, every car that I needed, I needed a title. So I would go out to Virginia to get my titles. But I tell us, I, I say this every time, like the lady that I was going to go see, her line was so long. Like I'm telling you, like her line was so long. She had you come sign up. Um, you had to sign up on a list 12 a.m on the day of so you had to you had to literally get up at 12 to go sign the list to then be seen at like 3 p.m the same day so you know i just kind of thought it was a it was a good space to get into and then it was easier it was easy to get get into because um you know just my family they they got an auto body shop so you know it was kind of like it's already there it's a space that i can get into and um i see what with you know the kind of demand that it that it holds okay so you 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 were selling cars I don't know if you still sell cars and you went to the well, first of all why were you going to Virginia but you were going to Virginia to to get your Thailand and you saw that there was high yeah. demand for this product right. Right? right um and then you decided to bring it locally and then right. and then what? Like you you started it, you got whatever you needed to do, but like then what? Like how did you tell people? How did you get the word out? Like how was that initial period of attracting new clients and letting people know that you had that service? Right, right. So initially, like when I first started, I knew I knew how I was gonna market myself. So like on Facebook, they got all of these groups as the way you can sell cars and stuff. And so 
like like when I first started, like I knew what I was gonna do, who I was gonna market it to, and that's how I, that's that's really how I got my first start. And then not to mention, like I said, my my folks got an auto body shop, and then where they're located at, it's a lot of uh, car shops around. Like they got a like a, a widow alignment shop. They got several other body shops around them, mechanics, and so the space was kind of conducive to 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 just gathering a lot of customers. And so it was like a like an incubator for like a tag and title demand. And so, um, but but yeah, like the I marketed myself mainly through um the Facebook marketplace. That's how I kind of got my grounding. And uh, yeah, kind of okay. took off from there. Yeah, go ahead. Would you say it's a very profitable business? Like what was the <laughs> How long did it take you to, we're not going to go into like numbers, but how long did it take you to like break even from whatever the startup cost was to like, okay, I'm making bank now. Like I'm, I'm cashing out. Um, so I think I first, I, I mean, I think, I think I, I broke even if I'm not mistaken, probably my, my second month in, cause it didn't cost me that much to get into. It didn't cost me that much to get into like, um, how I had it set up. You know, my overhead isn't that much. And then um, I didn't have to pay a whole, like my office space, I didn't have to pay rent. I didn't have to hold that space mm-hmm. until like I got all my licenses and stuff. Like the office was already established because like I said, it was my uncle's shop. So I didn't have to pay that rent and stuff until I was on my feet. So after I did my first month of business, that's when I started paying rent. And so, you know, yeah, like it was it was pretty easy to break even. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of I kind of like priced myself um, below market because, you know, I just understand supply and demand. Like people are going to come shop where, you know, not only is it good service, but, you know, they want like just me and you like we we shop around for the best price. Right. And so, you know, that's kind of how it how it so- happened. So you mentioned like licenses. So like if somebody was interested in like doing this wherever they're at, what is like, what are the core things you need to like have in order to start your own um, titling and registration company? Definitely. So, um, so one of the first, one of the main things you need is a title service representative license. And you get that from the NVA. It's not, it's not hard to get into. You just gotta, before you can get that though. So you, so you got that, that's the main license. And then and then before getting that, you got to have your office space in which you got to have a UNO, so a use and occupancy permit. Um, so you got to be able to um, obtain that. But in order to get that, um, you know, you got to have your office got to be up to date in the space that you in. your fire extinguishers, the, the fire alarm and the, uh, the the what do you call that? The sprinklers and. Like all of that got to be in code place. Violet. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like also all of that got to be in place before you get the UNO, before you get the title service uh, agent license. And it, I don't think it took much for me to actually get it. I don't remember having to take a test or anything to get it. You know, it was really about, oh, and then you got to have insurance. So the, the, the license wasn't hard to get. It was the things prior to the license that you had to get. That kind of took it a long time. And then, you know, it was, it was still during the pandemic. So I had to kind of work around that too. 
So what type of insurance do you have? Is it, um, yeah, what type of insurance would you require? Uh, so you would show the, so the insurance that I have is a, it's called a surety bond. And I think it's, well, not think, but it's, it's $500,000 worth of a, a surety bond. It's, it, it's not, it doesn't cost me that much, but it's a $500,000 surety bond. And, you know, if you want some more information on that, I got to um, put it up, but I can get it to okay. you. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you lost me, but I definitely will link that later before. But I okay. think, but I think, but I really think it's like for errors and omissions, you know, okay. I am dealing with like the, like title work and legal documents. So it's kind of necessary that I have that, you know, just in case. To protect yourself. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Right. Okay. Right. So what are some of the biggest challenges you face so far? Uh, I'll give you one that I'm facing currently because, you know, it's on the top of my mind. So uh, currently I'm having trouble finding good help. So I'm at, I'm at a point where I want to expand, but I can't expand unless I got somebody who's in the office. But I don't want to have just anybody in the office. Like I want to have like a qualified individual. So like that's, that's my current um, conundrum right now. Just finding somebody that's, that's good and that's willing. Like I, you know, I get a lot of customers that call me say, well, do you speak Spanish? No, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. So mm -hmm. I want to find, so I want to find somebody that's, that's, that's good at what they do. That can, you have last Espanol, no. You know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I need somebody that's good in that. And, and you know, and just finding somebody. It's, you can you could probably find somebody that's good at this thing and this thing and this thing, but trying to find somebody that's good at, at all of those things. That's kind of tough. But that's not just you, though. I think, like, everyone's heard of the great resignation and the great, well, reevaluation. Like, a lot of people quitting their jobs. I think right. that we're in a weird period where people don't necessarily want to work. And not for, like, a bad thing, but, like, I think people are just exhausted, especially people who've worked in, like, service, like, fast food and all of that. So I right. think that's, like, a global, like, a issue that a lot of companies are facing. Yeah, that's, that's um, a fact. And then it's like, how do you create a, a solid value proposition where it's like, I want to work for you or work with you right. and help right. you? Because it's like, it's your business. So you're going to put, you're going to care about it, right? If somebody's calling and it's your reputation because your name is tied to it. But when you hire someone, it's weird because it's like, they don't necessarily have that risk of like, if, if they don't do a good job, they can just quit and find another job. So there's not that level of ownership that other people have, um, yeah. and trying to find that level of thing so I don't like I don't know how do you attract someone like I say it all the time I do not want to work I hate like I don't know I I'm mentally retired I'm mentally on a beach somewhere every day and it's like I have to realize that my goals require me to sacrifice something but we really live in a generation where and it's not a bad thing but it's weird because it's like everyone wants quick money everyone wants to be like a content creator I was thinking about yeah. it this is like the first period in, in my life and a lot of people's life where you get paid for creativity and the level that you get paid for. So it's like, why not do the thing that yeah, everyone's right. making money for? Right. So I hope you find help. I know that it's hard for everyone. Yeah. Um, right. There's a global supply chain issue that everyone keeps talking about. There's That's employment really issues and all of that. So I hope you do, because I think labor is having human capital is one of the most fundamental yeah. things to expanding yeah. your business. You can't do right. everything. 
Um, but I think it's also about finding people who are trainable. Like there might be someone right. who just graduated high school and they're like confused. And it's like, you get to develop them, not only like within the business, but like build their business acumen and let right. them understand um, like what it's like to run a business, like more of like a apprenticeship, like, oh, you want to own your own shop. This is how you do it. These are how yeah. things run and all that. But I don't know. I don't know what the solution is or like to find good help because I think everyone struggles with that especially when people don't want to work yeah and I think I think you're absolutely right like you know that's the that's what I got working against me is just people 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 just finding finding people finding ways to support themselves and so it's not really a need you know they don't really see a need in it and I mean you can't blame them for it but you know it just is what it is so you just gotta you gotta work to define that that talent so where how how are you and this is kind of a pivot but how are you marketing the position like what is the because i'm sure pay isn't the issue if you broke even your second month um like how are you positioning it so someone's like mm, that's interesting because i'm telling you don't i know i don't think anyone's ever thinking of like the mba and the dmv have such a bad reputation so to work in right. a similar <laughs> environment it's like <laughs> no like why would i do that and like I'm, and that's 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 actually that's probably how most people think, but but to be honest, like more more people don't even know about a tag and title. So most people don't know about a tag and title. So most people come in, they be like, well, well, dang, if I knew this was here, I, I would have started coming here, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I would say that we don't even carry that same reputation because, you know, it's kind of like this is my business. I don't get paid. So the NBA, they, they get paid through state funds. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I have to have good, good customer service and, and speedy service, you know, to retain customers. So that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but nah, like I, I, I just went about it. Like, well, first, um, I, I went through my family. I tried to hire family. Ooh, I, tried, I tried to go, ooh. you know, I tried, I tried to go through people I knew first. Okay. How was I, that? that was, what that specifically was on, family? I mean, it was on purpose. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it didn't work out how I wanted it to, but you know, it's still opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for, you know, people, some people just not good for for this position, like this office position. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, but, it's not okay. You have to train people. Like, Okay, I don't, were you in like, what was it, FBLA? Remember, like, I feel like we've been groomed to understand how to deal with like the corporate world from very young. Like, we've been like entering meetings, like suit, like the amount of suits I used to wear in high school is ridiculous. So it's like a lot of people, and it's kind of sad, don't have that like formal training of like, customer service like even the people who work in customer service a lot of them are have poor etiquette like it's like you're you're nasty with customers and all of that but it's like there's not a training and grooming aspect that like people get to experience so it's like what how do you stand between the gap between someone who wants to do it but don't really understand that like the idea of reputation risk or like how you present yourself is core in in this type of environment you're absolutely right. And, you know, people, most people don't have that formal training. And so, I mean, for me, so like when I went through my family first, it was kind of like, all right, well, I kind of see the potential in you. And so I kind of, you know, it's, so therefore I just got to, I got to, I got to trust 
mm-hmm. that that you'll be able to uphold, you know, that that the kind of values that my company has set forth for the for the year of, of foundation that I have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's kind of the trust that I put in you, but you know, if, if trust is broken, and trust see is that, broken. Yeah, it's hard to you know repair. Yeah. So so if trust, if 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 that kind of professionalism you can't up uphold, then okay. Born, so well you might have to go back to Facebook Marketplace indeed and just I, post it. You don't want to hire a stranger. And you know, you know what I found out? Like like me doing this and trying to trying to hire somebody. When people say it's really about who you know, mm-hmm. it's really about who you know. Cause I rather I rather come to say say like like you like like I'm trying to fill this position. Hey Esther, do you know anybody that mm-hmm. you know? I trust you because I trust who you are and your professionalism, and I know right. that you'll send me somebody that's that's kind of right. Cause my name is on the wrist now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and so I I rather go through that. Than a, than a post a job ad on Indeed. You I mean, but saying? if that's not working, you have to you right. have to take right. the risk. If right. if that's not working, you have to right. kind of branch out, and that's when you have like create a vetting process of like asking yeah. questions. Right. Maybe you do a background check because it's like you're dealing with um, private information. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, yes, if you have somebody and you can be like, oh, this person is a good person for this position, but it's like if that's not an option. You can't like that is if that's something that's holding you back from elevate into the level you want to elevate, then it's that's like you got to try something new. But that's, that's a fact. And so I will say this. So I just I just I just hired someone. Mm-hmm. Not, not really hire. OK, not hi- not hired, not hired to for the position. But I, I paid somebody mm-hmm. to help me fill this role. Temporarily. Yeah. Okay. No, but not temporarily, but I, I paid somebody to help me find someone to fill this title. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, now we, you know, we were going to find a, a good candidate. So I, I wish you best of luck because yeah. it's tough out here. Tough. <laughs> it's tough. tough. The, the last two, the last two candidates we had and we actually scheduled for interviews didn't show. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, bleep that job. <laughs> okay. So you mentioned hire. So what would you say are the core skill sets you would value in a candidate? Man, I think first and foremost, man, you got to be professional. Okay. But what is professional? Like to, in 2022, define professionalism for, for people. Good. That's good. Um, professional. You just got to be, you got to be. You gotta, like, you just gotta be cordial. You know, you gotta, you gotta. I don't know, man. The customer, you get, man. The customer come first. We, if we in this business, then it's all about providing a good service to the customer. That professionalism is when the customer leaves, they're satisfied with what they got and how they were treated when they got your service. So you know. The, the product and the the, the kind of you know that that kind of excellent service is professionalism to me you know what I'm saying you don't always have to be in a suit and tie but you gotta have that suit and tie mentality like you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna offer the best service that I can I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure you feel comfortable in this space and make sure that 
that at least when you leave, you you learn something. Right. You know. Okay, so professionalism. What else? Uh, professionalism. Be computer savvy. So like me, like this is my business, but I was so therefore I'm willing to learn everything about the tag and title service. I'm willing to learn everything about registering or, or registering your car, and and you know I'm willing to learn about. Like I read the I read the whole manual. Like I'm I'm really like a maniac. You really did. I'm really like a like I, you know, like but only because like I want to be more knowledgeable about this subject. Mm-hmm. So that way, a question, I can answer it for you. And so people, man, people feel people feel comfortable with that. Like 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 if, if you come to me and you ask a question, and I can't answer it for you, or, or if I'm jumbling my words, you're not gonna feel confident in my service. And so, therefore, you're not going to recommend anybody to come to my office. Right. So you really got to be willing to learn uh, your, you know, your your craft. And you got to be, and I say computer savvy because everything is, everything is computer based now. Mm. Got to be comfortable with the computer because, you know, that'll, that'll help speed up the service. Okay. So your top three include professionalism. Uh, coachability, so the willing to learn and yeah, develop, well, and yeah. technically a computer, computer savvy, so understanding systems and stuff right. as for right. a top candidate. That seems simple enough. So maybe someone yeah. out there is listening and they're like, I need a you job. Know, and so in that, um, yeah, I pay myself a wage. I pay myself, and re- and really, so really, it's a stipend. Mm. Really, a stipend every. I pay myself once a month. It's very minimum. I really work below minimum wage, but I don't mind because, hey, I know what I'm trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. I got a lot of savings in my business account, but it just wouldn't be feasible for me to stop paying myself a lot of money at this moment in time. I'm trying to grow. That's a very smart move. So why did you make that decision? Because a lot of people start seeing money in their business and they're like, oh, I'm rich. It's like, no, you're not rich. Your business is rich. And that's two different separate things. Right. I mean, so what made me arise to that point as the way I wanted to pay myself below, like, the wage rate? Um, Well, first, you know, like, my my monthly expenses aren't that high. Like, all my cars and my business name. Mm -hmm. So everything I pay is through my business. Right. Um, So I don't have that that, that many expenses. But, you know, just at the end of the day, like, I want to put money back into my business and, you know, up until this point, I've been doing so. And I feel like, you know, um, I can manage my money, my business money well. But if I just have a lot of cash myself, it's not going too well. So is it is it because like the I is it the IRS? Is it what what why is that there? Why is there such a strong distinction between my business and my personal finances? That's just literally how it's set up. No, no, for you. I'm saying like you're saying like for your business, you're like, okay, I understand like if I touch this, but somebody like I'm not touching this money. I understand that. Right. But you're saying that for you, if you have a lot of capital in your hand, you're blowing the money. So what is that distinction between managing your business funds versus managing Uh, your own finances? I don't know, man. It's just I don't know, man. I, I had like so like last year, man, last year, I just. It wasn't a good for for it wasn't a good year for me, uh, personally, money management wise. Mm-hmm. And so you know I just recognized that, and you know I just 
No, I didn't, you know, it's just not time now for me to just have all that, that liquid cash. So, you know. That's very mature. That's a very mature thing to know about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not okay. No. Not even going to set myself up like that. So. <laughs> when I first started working, I... Like my my 401k, I've only been working for two years, but my 401k looks aggressive because I was like, I've never made this amount of money in my life. So I, I don't even want to see it. Like you need to take it out before I ever see it. Because to me, right. I start if I start seeing 5,000 easily going from not making anything, I'm gonna be like, okay, so how do I, where do I need to spend this money and how can I spend right. it? That's literally, I'm like, okay, my bills aren't that much. You know, probably my bills are like probably a thousand dollars. Okay. I have 4,000 extra dollars. And it's like, yes, invest. Okay. I'll invest a thousand dollars. That's $3,000 to do whatever I want. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of money, money. to just to just be fooling around. With. Yeah. And, but it's so easy. Cause okay. So I just bought tangent i just bought hair for my birthday and a dress and i easily just spent like five hundred dollars and i was like that easy. money easily i was easy. like what happened yeah. and it was at 3 a.m i'm like okay let me and i was like oh i don't need to be i i made the right i understand where you're coming from about like just knowing yourself and putting that discipline in place so you're not yeah. setting yourself up right so right. With that being said, tax season is coming up. How are you managing it? Do you have a CPA? Like, how is that whole process um, as a small business owner? Right. So tax season is coming up. And so, like, so I was the, I was handling, like, my um my books at first. But, you know, I just, you know, time went on. And I just figured, you know, I can use my, my time can be you can be better spent elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I finally hired my uh, accountant and, you know, she, my family. So, you know, I just pay her to handle it all. I tell her, look, I'm going to just pay you. And this, and, and, and this is what I tell everybody. Like even, even people who do my graphic design to my taxes, to just, just anything that I need. Look, I'm going to pay, I do tag and title. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want nobody else to tell me how to do my job because I know for a fact, they probably don't know more about it than me. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm gonna give you this money so you can do what you do. Like you know, Kareem. Yeah. So yeah. Kareem, you know, he built my website for another business I got. Nice. I yeah. And so I was like, bro, I'm look, I'm paying you this money. I don't even <laughs> don't ask me a lot of questions. Just do what you do. Just do what you do, and mm-hmm. then we'll link up. I I see the website. I tell you. All right, I like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then you fix it, and then we we good. But other than that, no, I don't. I don't. I want to have control over what I can control. And so you know, all my taxes and stuff, I, I hand it over to my um my cousin. She she do very well. She got like my reports. She handle my payroll. She do all of that. So nice. You know, good with that. So okay, yeah. okay, cuz plugging cuz okay. Yeah, so you yeah, better yeah. than me because I'm learning you. I think it sounds like you know how to delegate very well. And I'm still yeah. trying to learn that because I'm like, I can, I know I cannot, I know I cannot do everything by myself, but right. in my head, I'd be like, no, nah, I can do it. I can save money, but you're saving yourself yeah. so much time. 
Right. And that way you can actually grow your business. You can market, right. you can reach new clients. Right. But I'm so stubborn. Like you're in a place where I'm trying to be. I like, yeah. look, you're, this is your job. You do it because you know how to do it way better. And than don't I do. bother me about it because I have so much other stuff. To work. Right. And it's such a good investment of your time. Cause now you can really focus on like, yeah. how do I build this out? How do I expand? How do I scale it to the point where it's like, I don't even need to come in the office. I'm just making decisions and no, yes, right. no. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good space to be in, man. And it's just, you know, it's, it's good. You know, it's good for the business. It's good for, and then, then you get to spend money. Like the way I spend money, like I really spend my money. I try and spend my money with black people. So, you know, I try to, you know, like I try to as much money as I can to, to help us out. I try to do that. And, uh, you know, it works out. So I read this or I was watching something recently about how last year, I want to say 2021, the black spending power increased. Right. But the black, the average black net worth, I'm going to find this article, but the average black net worth didn't necessarily increase as well. So like you mentioned and all of that, what do you think the biggest issue is within our community in terms of um, increasing our net worth so like how much assets we have and that whole idea of like a legacy and everything like what do you think is stopping us from actually um building our wealth because it's not the lack of spending right so what do you you're think right. you're right the the what's stopping us or from keeping that wealth within our community well i think that i think that you know we do spend a lot but mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a lot of equity in what we spend our money on. So, like me personally, I know most of my most of my money, like all of my money and my savings, half of it has been spent on my business. So I've invested most of my money into back into my business. And so, like like I said, like and you you touched on it earlier. Like I can I can pay myself uh, this exorbitant amount every every month, but what am I going to do with that money? I know I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to be up to no good with the money. I'm going to go out to the casino and, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do stuff that, 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 that doesn't need to be done. So, you know, it's just, yeah, we spend a lot of money, but where's it being spent? And so I think there lies the problem. Like we, we're not spending it on, on, on things that we actually are, 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 are comfortable with investing in it. And so like people, people can invest in like, um, like, like the new thing now is NFTs and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but, or in crypto, but Hey, if you're not disciplined, you, you, you put 2000 in this thing and it's it dropped a hundred or yeah, go up or drop it went up and then it drops. And now, now you sell at, at a lower price. Yep. Now you lose money. Yeah. Now you got yeah. less than 2000. Now you got 1500 or or 1000. Now you're like, man, I, now I got a thousand left in liquid. I don't know what to do with it, so I'm gonna spend it. You know. So when it comes to like investing in general, so I'm I'm not an expert in NFTs and cryptos, but like just investing in the stock market. A lot of people. So the whole idea of um, buy low, sell high. A lot of people have FOMO, um, and it's like while it's going up. They're like, oh, let me get in. And then while it drops, it's human nature, like to see your money. Like I like I said, you have to try to kind of train your mind like, oh, to see you lose that amount of money, because you got to think some people really don't have it to lose. So to see that mountain drop so like quickly, like the first 
two months of the year the stock market was crazy like I was down and I was like you know what I'm not gonna look at this this is making me depressed but I'm not gonna sell it either because I know that I'm playing a long-term game versus a get rich quick type of thing so I think you made a good point of accent like what do we spend our money on or like how are we spending money and how are we circulating it so that's something for everyone to take away like thinking about what you're spending money on and I like that you keep it within your family like I like how you're reaching out to your cousin and your and your uncle shop oh, yeah, like you're really trying to definitely. build your family's definitely. wealth so right right and you know like my like man, it's, it's a lot of specialists out here with even within your family yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of like why not look at that at that network first and then branch out you know, it, it seems like the reasonable thing to do. Do you think there's a lot of, so like, there's always like a weird thing about like some people refuse to work with their family because they know that it won't work out. Do you think like it's a jealousy issue? Because it's like, if I'm hiring you and you're my cousin, like when we're doing business and we're doing business, if we're cutting it up, we're cutting it up. But like that fine line, do you think people don't do it because people don't know how to distinguish when business is business and when play is play? Like, why do you think more people don't bring like their family into their operations? Um, man, like, I mean, cause you know, with family, it's like, it's like, you know, they don't, some family, some family might not be comfortable. Now you talking about like with hiring or, or, or with just like, just like contracting you to do a certain thing. I'm talking about both, like contracting, hiring, um, just getting your family more engaged into your business. Right. Right. So let's say, let's say you wanted to move into a new shop and you needed an office admin, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to go reach out to like the family members I do know, right? Some people won't do that step because they're like, I don't trust, or I guess it's a trust issue, but like some people won't take that step to look inward and actually try to build out within like the community of people they know. Right. Right. So, I mean, so I think for that, like, so like for like people that you're going to hire to be on your staff, I think that, um, you know, I think it all depends on, 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 on who that, who that family member is. You know, because, you know, some people, some people being as though that they're your family, they don't want to, they don't want to, uh, you know, they just feel like, they just feel like taking orders from you or not even orders, but just, just trying to, you know, I, but I don't know what to call it. If, if it's not an order, it's, what is it? It sounds you know like ego. So that's what, you, it sounds like what you're describing as ego. So like, I don't want to listen to you because technically you're my boss but it's like you're my cousin i'm not about to right. don't tell me to don't tell me to sign you know something but it's like this it's, is your job like that's what like what that's what i'm saying it, right and that's and that's all it is like people just don't want to people don't want to or your family might not want to listen to you because they feel like you know like it's who are it's, you right yeah like, like we family like you're not supposed to be too, you know what i'm saying like and so i like i'm saying i'm saying a lot but i'm not saying a a lot. I got because, you. We we caught because, you. We you know got you. We, yeah, we yeah. Did, you know. But I mean, but other than that, other than hiring your family directly, you can hire your family to do a certain project mm-hmm. based off of you know their skill set, and I think that's actually a lot better. So because, do you 
like so you pay obviously you pay them are you paying them if you're hiring them as a contractor so you're paying them and then sending them a 1099 at the end of the year because like now that like as a business owner you got to think about it that aspect like I have to like how are you obviously you're paying them from the business account but then you're like keeping rack track and all of that like you said your cpa handles all that but you also have to be mindful like what is the budget like how are you defining the budget for how you're hiring people and the value that they're going to add to your business so in the case of my accountant she bills me okay yeah she bills me okay i I pay it every month because you know you know her service is good Mm -hmm. so i mean so in that case she's not really a contractor for me she's she it's her business. She offers a service and I pay for that service. Right. You know, so and and so in cases like that, if I know you do good work and you're mm-hmm. my family, then I'm going to I'm more inclined to, to shop with you first. You know what I'm saying? Only because, you know, I know I know what kind of work you do and I know you you, you put forth like a like a specialist effort. And, you know, you really care about about the service you offer. OK, so. All right. Yeah. So what are, I have three more questions. What are some things you wish you knew prior to start and tag and title at Hilltop? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Some things I knew prior. Um, that's a good question. That's a good question only because I mean, like the, the most, the most shallow answer is I wish I knew more about what I was doing. So that way, you know, when I first started, I could I could retain more of those customers because, you know, some people I had to I had to you know, I had to I had to reject only because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And so um, at that point, you know, so I wish I I wish I had more knowledge about my field. But no, like I, I really like the I really like the growing pains, though. You know, I, I learned a lot. I really did learn a lot. I mean, I, it, it's not much I would change. You know, you know, I, I like where I work. I like what I do. And so, no, nah, it's, it's not it's not too much that I wish I, I knew. I, I kind of like how I how I learned along the way. OK. All right. Yeah. That's a that's a mature answer. Yeah. Um, all right. Where do you see your business in the next two to five years? Man, I got so I got so much stuff I want to do. I don't know if we should I should I discuss it here. Drop one, just one. One. Um, man, it's so it's so many. So for this business, right? So I'm doing a um, I'm doing a. I, I did so much research that I have no more research to do, and that's why I say like 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 I'm the I'm really I really or at least I I try to be an expert in this field. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing research on uh. I wanted to add a service. I wanted to add a, uh, I wanted to start doing. Um, Is it commercial? Cause I saw that on your website. Right. Right. Yeah. So I wanted, so I wanted to start doing like a, a portion tags and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's tags for like, a, that's tags for like trucks that go across state and they weigh a certain pound and, you know, they, you know, have to so go to the waiting station and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, I did so much research on it that I came across, you know what a pilot car is? A what? A pilot car. Is it a test car? 
Well, so a pilot car is say if say if you ever seen on the on the highways or the or the beltway, you seen like a, a oversized load. Okay, yeah. And then they have like a car following it, and then mm-hmm. a car in front of it. Yeah. So I came across that, and so now I'm, I'm expanding to that, and so I'm getting into that. I done suited my car to be a pilot car. Wow. So that's yeah. smart. You know, that's I'm, smart. I'm, I'm taking it there. You know, I'm taking it you know, that next step. I think I that, need, go ahead. I, I was going to say, but I need somebody in the office so that I can get that side, that side of the business running so that then I can have contractors doing that. But I think that it's an amazing um, thing that you're providing to people. One, people don't like the MBA. It's right. has a very disgusting um, reputation and you're filling right. a gap. And it, there's obviously a need for it um, and a growing need. And it's not something common. I've seen a Black person. Like, I don't think I know a Black person who owns that. Like, that's not what I think of. So thank you so much, Jamal, for sharing your journey. Um, and thank you for creating Tags of Title at Hilltop. Uh, please share where people can find you and support your business or any last words you would like to share with people. Uh, so my last words are um, thank you for um, hosting this uh, this podcast and having me on here, um, you know, you know, we we already discussed. We was discussing this last year and how you wanted to, you know, grow into this space. And so, you know, seeing that growth, you know, and 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 my growth as well, you know, like it, you can see like where it's taking us. Yeah, so I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to you know. Just to be, you know, on your on your podcast and answering these questions, and and I'm thankful that you want to know about more about what I do, you know. So I thank you for that. Um, Where can people, people find people, you? Yeah, people can find me on Instagram at tag and title at Hilltop. Again, that's T A G A N D T I T L E at Hilltop. H I L L T O P. Um, yeah, that's that's all my social media handles. And yeah, man. So, and my advice, man, y'all just, my advice to anybody who wants to start their own business. So for me, I'm in a good space because people want to save time. They don't, they don't want to, they don't want to wait at the MVA. So, you know, if you, if you start a business, man, try to help somebody save on something, you know, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, and I mean, generally that's, that's what people want to save is time though. Right. Add value, add value. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for sharing everything. Um, On that note, thank you everyone for listening. Share this to one person who would enjoy this episode and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you all and bye. Definitely. We never broke.